about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> hello, hello. Who cares is a podcast for you. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the show. My name is Patrick. <laughs> My name is Ross, and I'm as thrown off by all of this as you are. I'm just Every, kicking us off, everyone. everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Who Cares About Ross and Patrick. We are a married couple. We are a parent of one mm. terrier mix mm. rescue. We're kind of heroes. Peggy, Peggy Pickles, who is now... Uh, just in a donut shape on Ross's lap. Yeah, this is now how we record. We record on the couch mm-hmm. uh, with no planning. Uh, we're like, how do we do this as easily as possible? And Peggy's usually exhausted by that time these past several Sundays. And it's working out great for us. I don't know if it's working out for the listener, but um, it's really helping us stay consistent just uh, not giving a shit and doing it spur of the moment. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, we've got guests coming up. We've got issues to oh, cover. Ooh, ooh, We're going to dive ooh, in. Ooh, ooh, but ooh. for tonight, this is just an update episode for our nearest and dearest. This is like a newsletter for our friends and family. <laughs> and hopefully for, you know interested parties that don't actually know us but we're becoming friends and family yeah this is your another newsletter episode like um my new obsession uh podcast uh groceries Mm. throwing shade groceries like that sort of podcast inspires me because it's literally about groceries you know so it's like why can't we just like record on the couch like if you got the charisma, if you've got the charisma, mm. uniqueness, nerve, and talent, you don't need much else. It's too bad we can't do a podcast called Couches, and every episode oh. is just a review of different couches. <laughs> that doesn't sound entertaining. <laughs> well, neither does groceries, but it, is. but it is. But actually, they do a lot of research for that podcast, so not to. Uh, we're putting in far less effort. Truth yeah. be told. Um, but any hoozy. Well. You're a pregnant person. Yep. I'm your husband. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we just got back from a damn near perfect weekend oh. away with our dear friends, Eddie and Gregory. Who have been on the show. Oh, yeah. Episode, I don't know. Pretty early. Somewhere in the 20s, somewhere yeah. in the 30s, probably. Yeah. These two are just such a sweet couple of men, and it was Eddie's birthday, and we just hid away in the woods in a cabin. And man, was that nice. Happy 43, Eddie. We love you so much. Today was the actual birthday. Yeah. And uh, they invited us to come up to this cabin upstate. It's what us city folk like to do. Us city-its like to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come upstate and we enjoy, you know, the quiet, the snow. And then we go back to our horrible city life grind oh i couldn't live in the city well i could but i could also live in ulster county upstate yeah because man oh man was that a nice little weekend away oh i mean truly i stayed in a just an adorable a-frame cabin you know what it was it was like a little gingerbread house (laughs) 
wasn't it? <laughs> it's a little A-frame gingerbread house. Oh, it was like it was like somebody took some cookies and leaned them together in the woods in the snow, invited a couple deer to come around and say, "Welcome home." And <laughs> take a bite of relaxation. And then Hansel and Gretel were there, but we pushed them in the oven mm-hmm. and we were like, "We're having a nice weekend. Get out of here, mm-hmm. you fucking creeps." Yeah. But then the Doa deers were just frolicking in the snow and Peggy was frolicking in the snow. Oh, yeah. She she loved it. She did love it. She pissed so many times inside this dog-friendly oh Airbnb, uh, which I'm going to say is because there have been so many dogs staying there previously Yeah, that she was like, Oh, there were dogs here? Well, I better mark my territory like they did. Well, we do have a dog expert who has been on the show, Kelly Corson from Hustle Pups Mm. NYC. Mm. Kelly, do you think Peggy was pissing in the stranger's house multiple times as an acting out? Or was it a uh, her alpha-ing these other Mm. dogs that she could smell? Why do you think she did that to us? Call in. Thanks. (laughs) Well, and I will say... We were at my parents' house for Thanksgiving last week. Yep. And she didn't piss in the house a single time. No, but she did do it back in June. Sure, but a lot's changed since June. June, we literally only had her for a month. Well, and I wonder if in June it's like marked my territory, got her done, and then she came back this trip and she smelled it and she was like, yeah, I've been here, done that. Don't need to do it again. I don't know. You know? That was a lot of peeing in a different house. But like she did it like four times. There was also a lot going on. There, you know, there was even more going on at my parents' house, though. I feel like she was way more crazy at my parents, but didn't pee anywhere. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this shows also a uh, investigative report into dog yes. psychology. Patrick's very into true crime, so we're taking it to a true crime sort of forum. We want to take a bite out of crime. Oi. <laughs> What was his name? McDuff? McGruff. McGruff. Yeah. What is going on? I'm itching deep into my pants. Uh, (laughs) Tis the season where my skin dries out and I just get itchy skin. And he's itching Uh, his legs, but it's like aggressively the upper thigh. Yeah. So it looks suspicious. No, well, I'm not I'm not doing anything weird except for itching myself in the privacy of my own home. That's on right. On the couch. On the couch. Um, but anyway, it was a lovely weekend. We got up there Friday night. Eddie and Gregory had cooked a lovely meal for us to arrive to. Mm. Uh, and then Saturday, we chilled so hard, which is one of the many reasons why I love Eddie is that like he had like a loose plan in mind, but he had absolutely no problem scrapping the entire thing. Like he was like, oh, maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll go to this restaurant. Maybe we'll go to this part of town. He was like, fuck it. We're just going to nap all day. He was like, everything sounds too far away and we're here to fucking rest. Like, that's why him and I really work. Yeah. <laughs> you guys caught up on some Great British Baking Show. That we both had already seen. We both already seen that whole season, but it had been a while. And then Gregory and I got down to solving some puzzles. That's right. Well, Lit- one puzzle. Literal, a literal thousand piece puzzle we, that you did in a single day. Yep. There were some pieces that were together when we took it out of the box. 
And I made the decision. Full disclose. The perfectionist in me didn't like this decision, but the human in me loved it. I said, let's just leave those ones together. And maybe it was like 50 pieces were had like paired up, you know? And yeah, I was like, let's ride. Like, let's use those. I'm, that, I'm proud of you, hon. I know that's really against what you're used to. Yeah. This is the new me. New year, new me. <laughs> I... I don't let perfectionism. I, I am taking off the shackles of perfectionism. He is free, everyone. I'm free. I'm loosey goosey. He's new like, year, new loosey goosey me. I'm not. I'm not scrubbing my Keurig filters anymore. <laughs> I mean, that was a five years ago. Yeah, thing. you've come a long, long way. But friend. I'll also let a puzzle finish itself sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and also when we finished the puzzle, we were missing one single piece. Back in the day, that would drive me nuts. Yeah, totally. This year, new year, new me. I don't give a shit. But I will say it's before even this year. You've been you've been letting go. Yeah. You've been letting go. Because that's what this podcast is about. It's about letting go and letting God. Who cares? <laughs> I wouldn't say letting go and letting God. Maybe letting go and letting life, letting the universe, letting... Ross is a staunch atheist. I'm not a staunch atheist, but I am. I'm probably an agnostic. Mm. I'm like a witchy agnostic. I don't think you can be. I don't think you, you can. You don't think I can be a witchy agnostic? Yeah, because I don't think you can believe in witchy things like spells and energies and that kind of stuff and also be agnostic. But to I me. I mean, you could be agnostic toward a specific religion, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much agnostic to it all, you know? And then where does the witchiness come well, in? Well, for and me, what's your What's it's your like, commitment level to witch? It's like, well, as you know, it's low. <laughs> the commitment level is low. And witchiness to me is uh, like its core is feminism for me. Mm. Uh, but... Like the woman that we went, the witch that we went to go see on Halloween, Amanda mm -hmm. Yates Garcia. Like, I think she spoke about it very eloquently, which I won't do. Uh, like how ritual and connecting to your environment is all, it's like, not like we're having magical spells coming out of our fingertips. It's like creating community and setting intention and motivating yourself and others to take actions. Mm hmm and that to me is very tangible and I believe in that, mm -hmm. but I struggle with the intangibility of the unknown, mm. you know, uh, which is just my own cross to bear. Oh, here's, here's something funny. We were talking about, um, how we were going to make the four of us while we were in our A-frame. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're talking about how we were going to make bumper stickers that says Jesus was trans. Mm. Really fire some people up. To rile the feathers. <laughs> well, because we were kind of saying, oh, I bet we were having a big political talk this morning, me, Eddie, and Gregory, while you slept in. And the problematic Christians and uh, picking and choosing who they like and who they respect and forgetting about being of service mm. to people and vulnerable, et cetera. And, uh, so then we just started going on a tangent about how 
Jesus was probably queer and he was into yoga and he hung out with sex workers and like, uh, you know, the outcasts of society and was like loving and embracing of them all. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, what if he was trans? What if he was a trans guy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. Yeah. He Who was, the fuck knows? He was living his fullest self. So, yeah, maybe he decided that he wanted to present as male. Or maybe he was like a they, you know? Mm -hmm. He was like just, like he was not gendered. Yeah. Anything's possible, man, especially when you're stuck with a bunch of fucking progressive New Yorkers in an A-frame cabin, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Create the reality you want. Uh, oh man, we ate like fucking real Americans though. Yeah, we Didn't were given we? we were given a very important job. Because we drove up later than them and we were assigned <laughs> ice cream duty, which is a job I was born for. That's true. And they also requested a specific ice cream from Stewart's, mm -hmm. which, which is a upstate staple it is an institution near and dear to your heart oh my god i grew up going to stewart's all the time uh for random snacks and random activities and meetups and hangs my dad goes every morning to stewart's and walden that's where him and apparently that's where the big decisions get made in walden well <laughs> Well, and at Stewart's, they still sort of have an old timey quality of like booths or tables. So yeah. You can actually like sit and have coffee there, which like in most convenience stores is not the case anymore. Right. We also, uh, we used to dumpster dive at Stewart's and that's where we would find porn sometimes. Whoa. Uh, but we had to stop at Stewart's, not for porn, but for something else that turns me on very sexually, ice cream. <laughs> And you stayed in the car and I went in and I actually went to one freezer that only had chocolate and vanilla mm. or no, it was only vanillas. It was different types of vanillas in this one freezer. I was like, yeah, different types of vanilla. That is very confusing. I was like, do you, is this all the ice cream there is? And she was like, oh no, there's some more back there. And then there was like two locations, six freezers in a row. This was a mega location. This is on route 28 outside of Kingston. <laughs> Noted fans go check it out stop by when you're in the neighborhood anyway like six freezers in a row and then there were so many flavors in there and these half gallons are like three dollars and 80 cents oh each God. or something so i was like you know what there's four of us i'm getting four fucking half gallons. yeah bitch i went for the mint chip i went for the chocolate i chose the variety of vanilla called philly vanilla which i still didn't get to the bottom of what that means you didn't hear gregory he figured it out i heard him say something about it and then uh and then it had uh, to do with one of the founders of stewart's the coup de gras the crown jewel yes of the four flavors yes. the hit of the weekend yes a throwback for decades and decades yeah. for all parties involved Heavenly hash. Heavenly hash. Now, are you agnostic toward heavenly hash? Oh, no, no. I'm a believer. <laughs> Do you think you will visit the heavenly hash? I, like, it really, as soon as you said those words or whoever said those words first, I was immediately teleported to my childhood. I have not heard that flavor, that phrase 
in probably over 20 years. You had like a gut punch of nostalgia. Yeah, I was like, whoa, suddenly I am back at my parents' house and I'm like irritated that my mom bought Heavenly Hash. But you guys don't have Stewart's in Connecticut, right? No, but Heavenly, Heavenly Hash was Hash, like a... That's, an, that's a universal flavor? Yeah, I think it was like... I feel like it, it might have been... Cause we, we Maybe went, Friendly's has it? Friendly's probably does have it. But we used to go to Cumberland Farms. That Humbies. was that was our deal. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like they probably had their own ice cream too, like Stewart's did. I'm sure it does not compare. Uh, I'm trying to think what other brand had Heavenly Hash, like what ice cream we bought. Maybe Briars had Heavenly Hash. Yeah, I only remember it from Stewart's, and my mom would get it also. And we also disliked it because of the, of the nuts. Because of the nuts. There's almonds. Mom, come on. <laughs> Is this <laughs> nuts? Oh, mom, there's freaking nuts in here. <laughs> Ice cream should be smooth. I was like, why as adults do we love Heavenly Hash, but as children it just seems like such a bummer. Because as a kid, you're like, I don't want to fucking chew my ice cream. I just want to suck it down like or a, like a nut indicates health and like i am not <laughs> yeah, here no. i am not I here for that do not give me some <laughs> kind of grain-based protein i already Thanks. had dinner mom <laughs> what the fuck oh <laughs> uh, the heavenly hash it's got ribbons and ribbons of marshmallow well which we realized heavenly hash is just rocky road yeah but the chocolate is differently presented, though. Also, though, this is also an ice cream podcast. If anybody wanted to know, uh, I believe the nuts were chocolate covered. Covered, yeah. Which that shit was wild. Oh, yeah. And then Rocky Road, is it chocolate chips in there? Or is there even chocolate in? Is it not just in the, the chocolate not ice in the cream? one we fucking eat on the regs. It's just almonds. And marshmallow. marshmallow in chocolate ice cream. But the chocolate ice cream is so good. Are there chocolate chips? I don't think so. See, now my brain is all heavenly hashed up. <laughs> I'm hashed up. I can't, I can't I see. I am hashed up. I can't see past those chocolate-covered almonds. Also, what is with mint chip ice cream? It being green just makes me want to eat it. Neon even though, green. Even though I know full well it's like... Green 20 is I, what made it, is I what think made it green. I think it's legitimately your brain is like, oh, that is a leafy green that will provide me it's vitamins so and like uh, my, microbiomes that my body craves. I mean, that's giving just tricking you. my mind a lot of credit, but I think it might honestly just be like childhood. Yeah. Because all you ever really had as a kid was green mint chip. Mm. But regardless, we all decided as a group that Stewart's in-house ice cream, best cheap ice cream. Oh, yeah. Hands Wait, down. I mean, I would honestly. It's better than the fucking bullshit we buy for so much money. I would choose it over Haagen-Dazs if, if it was a side-by-side purchase based on price alone. I'm like. Yeah, because the quality's plenty, there. It's plenty good. The quality's like, there. Heaven, you had me at Heavenly Hash. But hey. also that Philly, that Philly vanilla, Millie vanilla, Millie vanilla, Philly vanilla, <laughs> Millie vanilla, Philly vanilla was so good as a trio. I, this morning, I, are you okay? There's morning, like a lot going on. 
I'm my shirt is up. Eyes are up closed. To my, up He's to my like nipples. He's like writhing on the couch. He's like molesting his torso. I just start talking about ice cream and I get yeah. so turned on. Yeah, you get to I am squeezing a nip and talking about Millie Vanilli, Philly Vanilla <laughs> that I was pairing <laughs> with chocolate and mint chip today. And I did two bowlfuls of that. Yeah. That's the other thing about when the four of us get together is that like we really... We're all meeting each other at our most gluttonous. Oh, we go full like, sugar pig. We're like raising the bar. We're like, well, we all want to try this one thing. So why don't each of us get one of those things? Yeah. Like, let's not split anything. We're just sharing everything. <laughs> you know, it's not a split as much as it's like, let's order as much as possible. And everyone, it's a family style situation. Yeah, we did that with pancakes at Sweet Susan Phoenicia. By the way, oh, if you're in Phoenicia, delicious. If you're in Woodstock, you're in Kingston, you want to do the cliche, you know, upstate for the weekend, Brooklyn bullshit. <laughs> don't go, don't go wait for fucking an hour and a half for a table at the Phoenicia Diner. True. Take a, take a, Seven minute spin down the road and go to Sweet Sue's in Phoenicia. Very good food. I don't even, but I do think that Sweet Sue's is also very busy. We just hit it on a random weekend. A down morning. Yeah. But Phoenicia Diner, Sweet Sue's equally as good. Yeah. I don't know. I think Phoenicia Diner is like a little trying too hard. (gasps) And Sweet Sue's is just like. This is who we are. We're just quality. We're going to make you feel good. We don't have heavenly hash, but who cares? They, yeah, all the food was very delicious, though. Yeah, so we did pancakes on uh, Saturday morning. We're cutting, we're trading, we're swapping. (laughs) Wife swapping pancakes is what we were doing (laughs) with real maple syrup. Uh, And then for dinner, we went to this barbecue joint where we had the most delightful waitress yes what a doll madison the, at what was the restaurant i think hickory hickory hickory's barbecue doc hickory smokehouse. hickory smokehouse yeah and yes madison i'm gonna say i'm gonna just say it i'm saying it best waitress <laughs> on route 28 <laughs> the best waitress on route 28 in the hudson valley she was so sweet is that even still the hudson valley in Who the catskills Madison at Hickory Smokehouse. She was such I a doll. I felt so taken care of. And she was so yeah. young. Wise beyond her years. Yeah, probably late teens, maybe. Yeah. Giving maybe us, early 20. Giving us uh, attention and comfort without being too overbearing. Yes. Because that personality, it could go in the wrong direction. Could be easily. overload. It could be Madison overload. And honestly, everyone else that I kind of laid eyes on there, like all the other staff, they weren't giving people that kind of attention. Well, there wasn't a lot of care and attention at all. Like the bartender was like on her phone the that whole time. That bartender, I didn't know what was going on. Uh the new server who was shadowing Madison was just a mouseketeer. No, no, no. I think that was the hostess who was just also doing like food running. Yeah. Uh, the bartender, I created a story in my head of who she is. <laughs> Tell us that tale, won't you? Well, she had About two... the bartender t- at Hickory Smokehouse on Route 28. Well, now I don't want to out her. Uh, this is... Well, we I don't know say, that we don't... this is true about her. 
This is... Uh, you said you made up a story, so... Yeah, this is a story I made up about her. She had two tattoo tattoos. She had two tattoos <laughs> on the back of her calves. Oh, a calf tattoo. The same tattoo on both, which was uh-huh. a little bow that uh, you see pinup girls oh, wear. sure. But only on, on their, the calf. A um, lot of people have it on the upper thigh. Well, I can only see her calf. Maybe that she had these little bows running up the whole seam. Oh, Jesus. I hope not. So then I was like, oh, I bet she's like a pinup or like kinkster, like oh. upstate. Interesting. Uh, Interesting turn. Yeah. So I just uh, she's a sexual deviant. <laughs> and as you all know, we know a thing or two about Which that. Which I respect. Correct. Uh, and Madison, young, sweet Madison uh, is just, has no idea. I tipped her very well. Did you? I did, yeah. Good. Thank yeah. you. Uh, I tipped her like 25 on 100. That's a 25% tip. I would say that's a very good tip. Yeah. it Like, I wish I could give her like 40 and just be the no. person who like. Why? Because it's nice when that happens randomly. When that would happen to me as a waitress, I was so fucking grateful. I want to say that Madison gets really good tips she all probably the time. Do, she probably does. Because if she's bringing that energy to every table, like it's irresistible. You just want to like. Yeah, but you know, some people just are straight up shit tippers. Even if they're like being so nice to you, they don't know better to like tip well yeah anyways that's not what this episode is about this episode is about absolutely nothing (laughs) i also have to stop talking about that stuff because then i'll just send myself into a fury of fucking ptsd like yeah ptsd and uh set myself up for terrible nightmares of the service industry this evening (laughs) yeah you had a point of sale nightmare recently oh point of sale (laughs) um Anyways, the rest of the weekend was just R and R, except for today after having uh, just like grazing all morning. A breakfast of leftovers. Yes, of meat and beans and pancakes. I forgot. (laughs) I had barbecue brisket for breakfast today. I had a first also of pancakes with barbecue baked beans. I wish you sandwiched the beans into the pancakes and ate it like a sandwich. It was pretty good. I mean, they made sense together, like on a taste level. Well, those to beans me. are so sweet. So. Yeah. Uh, so then we all decided that we really needed to go for a walk. Yeah. And that's when we took a little trip down the road to the Ashokan Reservoir Trailhead. Oh, gorgeous. And man, we just walked this rail trail through the woods. A picturesque Robert Frostian afternoon uh, with Peggy on her long leash. Yeah, she gets to do a zip line outside the city. And her sniffer was on overdrive, just smelling all the snow and the twigs and the leaves. She pissed and pooped and did all of her business. The wind was rustling the trees and it was also pushing around chunks of ice on the Ugh, surface of the reservoir. Gorgeous. Which was creating a wind chime effect that was echoing through the small valley. It really was stunning. It was like a perfect day. We like warmed ourselves up enough from the walk so it wasn't like we were freezing. We were out there for like an hour and a half yeah. walking. 
we came we came upon many fellow travelers yes. and we said hellos and good afternoons and enjoy the days. Yeah. Snowshoers, cross country skiers. Another pup. Geese, ducks. It we was, we saw several dogs. Yeah, it was did we? There was an amputee and shorts. Yeah, he loved Peggy. Yeah. Uh it was so fun. It really was so lovely and it felt so good to move our bodies like that. And I just absolutely loved watching Peggy just have so much fun. Yeah. Because this is her first snow. She's a Georgia girl. And look at her now. She's like so exhausted. She's conked out. Uh, Gregory took our favorite portrait of her uh, ever on his Polaroid camera. He's such a I'll, talented wait. artist. He is. He's, and he loves a Polaroid and he really is talented with them. And he like goes in on all different types of film and stuff. It's cool. Uh, maybe that'll be our post on Instagram. I'll post that. Yeah. Uh, that Polaroid, that sweet black and white Polaroid of our, of our dog tour. Uh, it was just so nice. Clearly we could have stayed for at least one or two more days. That would have, I mean, that would be some fucking resting. Oh yeah. We had a fire going sometimes. <laughs> the fire was maybe the only struggle of the whole trip. Yeah. But it didn't like, I mean, it didn't bother us too much, but it was just so weird that it was so hard to build a fire, which I think we're deducing was the wood that was purchased was slightly moist. It was like secretly wet. It, it was secretly it was like very deep on the inside. It was not obviously wet. Yeah. So we tried to build a fire many times <laughs> with some minor success, but I would never say we really got it roaring. It never got popping. No, and not for like super long until 2 a.m. Apparently when we were all asleep, it decided to like have a ghost stoke the fire and then was like, I'm up. <laughs> so weird. Uh, but all in all. Just an amazing weekend. We hope to do it again soon. Uh, I love being in the snow in places like and getting to experience it like that. Yeah. You know, makes me appreciate winter. You don't like a Bushwick slurry? <laughs> no. When it's just a river of gray? No. Or like having to like hoof it all over the city like when it's just fucking cold and windy. Yeah. Whoa. Well, let's really, let's go check out the reservoir over here in highland park with her yeah take her on a little nature walk that sounds nice she likes it out there uh we hope that y'all had a great weekend yeah she's like twitching like a whack job and we hope you all are making time for rest and relaxation and yes. slowing down yes in our culture today, we try to do too many things yes too often and sometimes you need to just take a freaking break you're allowed. Cook some food with your friends. Do a jigsaw puzzle. Play some cards with your mother-in-law. <laughs> uh, walk the dog. Fucking chill out. Just like enjoy. Breathe. Yeah. Sleep in. Treat yourself. You yeah. Know? Enjoy good friends and good food. And also on Sunday, December 29th. <laughs> I will be performing at QED in Astoria, Queens, uh, for like an hour. And I booked my openers. Great. 
Congrats. Christiana Jackson is going to open along yes, with Jake Hart, C. who's a hilarious, demented storyteller. Love it. So they'll both talk about some sex stuff, and then I'll talk about some adventures Yeah, for like uh, an hour. Yeah. And it's going to be really fun, and I hope uh, if you need to slow your life down and want to go out on a date night or come see some comedy Sunday, December 29th, 8.30 p.m. at QED Astoria. Goodbye. <laughs> Until next time, thank you again for listening to our Couch Fever Dream recap. And we'll see you next week, y'all. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.